Quest Gaming Network is proud to present Minecraft Off the Record. Hi everybody, welcome back to Minecraft Off the Record for episode number 45. I am Joe the Widget Wilson and I am joined by my fellow co-hosts. He is back after a one week hiatus of, of, on some kind of trip of epic proportions. <laughs> Mr. David D-Enforce Adams. Hello Joe, how are you doing th- this week? I missed you man. You know, I, I missed being here. I had no internet connection up there, like barely anything, so it was rough. I didn't talk to you for over a week. I was getting my Dave withdrawals. I was getting my Dave withdrawals. It was bad. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, we are also joined <laughs> by Dan Boontini Wilson. Hey, everybody. I'm back. Yay. Yay. Hi, Dan. Hey, Dave. Missed you, man. Yeah, I'm going to be pleasant to you this episode. I'd appreciate that. Where's my cricket sound? <laughs> <clears throat> well, it looks like Joe's just going to have to pick up the slack then. We are joined once more as on his final trial, Mr. Aaron uh, McCardia. McCardia? Yes, McCardia. Hey, score one for me. Hey guys, it's uh, glad to be back again for the third time. I'm a little scared though, because if David's going to be nice to Dan... Where's all that rage going to go to? Oh, you're definitely uh, the new guinea pig. So, this is his final trial episode? It is. We decide after this point if we keep him on or not. Can we totally do, like, one of those survivor things where we look into the camera and have his name written on the piece of paper, whether or not we want to keep him and give our testimonial and put it in the little jug? We should totally do that. That'd be neat. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, today's episode is brought to you by TweakedAudio.com, the makers of the best earbuds on the planet. Get 30% off your order if you enter the code off the record, and that's free worldwide shipping, lifetime warranty, and they are incredible sound. They have um, noise-reducing technology. I I use them just to dry out my kids sometimes without having anything on. The great, and my son's over there just uh, le- sighing at me. But anyway, that's tweakedaudio.com. Makers of the best earbuds on the planet. Again, use the code off the record and get 30% off your order. We're also brought to you by guildlaunch.com. Makers of the best, the best guild hosting sites on the planet. If you lead a guild or if you lead a, com- a gaming community, any kind of gaming community, whether it be like a, a Minecraft server, hint, hint. Or anything, really. Just go to guildlaunch.com, sign up for your free trial. They have amazing service. They're very, very easy. It's very easy to understand and set up. You can't go wrong. And with their paid services starting as low as $7 a month, you get amazing features like forums and all kinds of goodies. So check them out, guildlaunch.com. All right, guys, you know what we're going to do? We have no news this week. 
So we're going to go right into the server stuff, and then we'll go off of that. Um, there is a survival server issues. It is having a lot of... Um, it has it had a couple of Java crashes this week. There's some ma- massive, massive jo- Java errors in that server. So I'm going to have to be taking it down for repairs, and that could take a week or two. So it's going to be down for a while. It will be back up, I promise. I just got to take it down and do a lot of um, background repairs to, well, a lot of things. But I want to make it a better server for everybody, so I'm going to just do that. And right now it's kind of a ghost server. It only has a few people logging in per day. (laughs) So it's not that big of a deal. And the other server... The giant elephant in a tiny room is the adventure server. We have had approximately this last week, we've had 66 new accounts created on that server. But I mean by accounts created is basically people logging in of an under a new name. 66? Yep. Whoa. Most have only visited for a short time. Um, a lot have actually stayed and played. So it's oh, it's been pretty cool. We've been averaging about anywhere from 12 to 18 people on. At a time in, in most peak times. Man, that is so many people to ban. So little time. It really is. I gotta get in well, there. You know, in retrospect, the server has a sixty person capacity right now. That's not much. I wanna s I wanna get to that point where we have to cons- be concerned about do we need to increase the server capacity? Okay. So let's get to that sixty people. Remember you can give out this the server IP, no problems, we don't mind at all. And I'm sure Dave would enjoy banning the idiots. Hell yeah, let's do it. All right, guys. I did a lot of work early on in the server last week, and I want to get into this with you guys. The first thing that I did right after the show, actually, when I got done editing and producing the show last Sunday, is I changed the arrow system. The current arrow system we had was causing a lot of Java leaks and was not easy to use at all. It was actually very difficult to use. So I went through and redesigned the system. I took away the crit and the mass crit feature, um, the bosses were not even, the, the damage was not even calculating properly on the bosses anyway, so it didn't make sense to keep it in there. What I did do was I changed around how the uh, special arrows work in the system to where it's extremely easy to use now. With a bow in hand, all you have to do is left click to cycle through the arrows. And if you try shooting an arrow on, like, say, poison arrow, and you don't have the materials, it'll tell you exactly what you need to shoot that arrow. And all you have to do is have that stuff in your inventory, anywhere in your inventory, and it will fire those arrows. Yeah, I was there uh, when you were testing them, and it's um, it's much simpler now, and I like the, the new arrows that we have. Yeah, I think my favorite sh- uh, arrow type would have to be the shotgun. That thing's pretty dang awesome. Yeah, the shotgun was designed to do like a scatter shot with two arrows. So your your one arrow will, will fly where you aimed, but it'll have a secondary arrow that'll fly off around that target in a cone. It's somewhere in a cone effect, kind of like a, a scatter effect. And then we added a Gatling arrow, which is shooting two arrows at one time. And all you have to do is have arrows in your slots one through four, and somewhere in one of those slots, and it will do that 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 shot. Um, we have, let me see here, we have TNT shot, which requires uh, gunpowder. And I, I made the materials that are very common materials in most cases, so it's easier for you guys to find the match you need to build to do these we have poison arrow we have confusion arrow mind you some of these arrows are actually built for pvp we'll get into that in a minute because confusion arrow doesn't affect bosses at all and poison only has one third the effects it does on a player um 
We have a we have all the way kind of like we have a napalm, which does an explosion with fire effect. That one's pretty fun. We have scatter bomb. What it does is it shoots a t- it shoots a, a, a explosive arrow. When it ignites, it scatters three more TNT lit. Oh God! Yeah, it's fun. We have the biggest and most po- we have a lightning arrow that does not cause graphical that does not cause lag. Dave, I figure out how to make it not cause lag. Good. Uh, we have the biggest arrow there is. is called a nuke, and it basically has the effect of about ten TNT, no, twenty TNT lit off at once. Um, it will kill in a, an extremely large radius. I think it's like a twenty block radius. Yeah, I shot from one end of the arena to the other, and it killed me. <laughs> yeah, use with caution. I believe the nuke takes it something like ten TNT to fire off, and TNT is not exactly something easy to come by, you know. That's yes. something people are going to save for boss fights. That'd, that'd be what fifty uh, gunpowder and then sand. Yep. Basically, uh, you know, Dave, with the blast race of that and the fact it will kill the person who shot it. If you're doing that in a boss fight, you gotta be careful. Yeah, I'm thinking like against Reaper. If you're standing on one side of his area, in the corner, and he's on the opposite side in the opposite corner. When I was testing out the nuke to get it to work right and tweaking it, I shot a nuke straight down the middle of town. I didn't know someone was in town. That poor person got destroyed. I think it was. A, it might have been Aaron, but um. It, I, I was about maybe 10 to 15 blocks in the air above it when I shot it, Dave, and it knocked me back five blocks. Oh, my God. It doesn't do any block damage. All that's been protected. My favorite one is definitely Scatter Arrow. Mine is uh, mine. Oh, yeah, I'm still trying to get that one to work. We got it working when we were testing it, and all of a sudden it stopped working. I had a brilliant idea for a new arrow, Dave. What is it? It's called the Mine Arrow. What it does is when you shoot... An arrow, wherever it lands, a diamond appears. So when you go in, if, if someone goes over there and tries to get that diamond, it explodes with a force of two TNT. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> how, how does it set off? By proximity? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you could use it on bosses. It's a one block proximity. Yeah, you could. So for some reason, it stopped working, and I'm trying to figure out why. And it stopped working after I turned the server on for PvP. Damn it, Mc... Yeah, Macardia. I-, I have to make sure I'm not blaming Dan. because I'm sorry, doing. Dave. There you go. Dan doesn't know how to say sorry. Well, because I'll- it's never my fault! <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it to work, I promise, because that's like one of the coolest things. There's a couple arrows I disabled completely. I didn't... I, I developed but didn't want to use... Um, teleport arrow is one that admins get to play around with. It's a bad idea for you guys to have teleport arrow in the venture server because it'll teleport you over walls. Uh, trap arrow, reason that one's disabled is it creates a, a iron fence around the player wherever it shoots. And Ooh. that iron fence stays. I can't get it to dissolve or disappear. That's not good. So that one is not in effect. The teleport arrow should just teleport whatever it hits, like 20 blocks in the air, and drop it. I am developing a new arrow type I'm calling gravity. Uh, (laughs) I'm not sure how I feel about an arrow that can teleport you. Well, what gravity does, Dave, is it it, it triggers the effect for um, jump. So it knocks the player straight up in the air. About 10, 15, maybe 20 blocks. Kind of like Reaper special move. Yeah, and then drops them. 
But would they be able to control that fall and, and get to places we don't want them to be? If we do it high enough, they won't survive the fall. Make a Miramac arrow. Just throws them. No, over that's the really reason why I have not instituted it yet, Dave. Is that reason? Because I was afraid of like uh, water cases, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm scared of. But there's little things that I'm, I'm still experimenting with. I'm still trying to get the mine arrow to work, and I figured diamond was the best block to use. Oh yeah, because then like actual players oh, yeah. are gonna want to pick it up. Yeah, they're gonna think, look like, oh my god, there's a diamond on the ground. How convenient! I need one of those, and walk over and act like they're gonna pick it up, and then melt. You should make a competition where there's ten real diamonds and ten fake diamonds all in a big old group, and they have to go and try and figure out what's what. <laughs> that sounds like an Call awesome it the minefield, dude. That's freaking awesome. Aaron, you are a genius, my friend. An evil genius, but a genius you nonetheless. Know, I completely missed that because I was watching chat. What was that? Oh, I said you should get, like, ten regular diamonds and then ten mine diamonds and place them all within the same area and then let people in to try and figure out which one's which. Yeah, that could be entertaining. That would be nifty. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm still racking my brain right now about why the mine stopped working. I gotta figure it out. I have no idea yeah, what I did. So. We had it working perfectly, too. We were playing with it, and it was so fun. You know, I would be okay with people using that in the middle of town to greet people, because that would just be funny. <laughs> well, kill, killing a... Uh, okay, I got a funny story about killing somebody in the middle of town. Uh, me no. and Nameless. Uh, Nameless Noob made me a deal. All right, He said... Go to the main spawn, and I'll fight you for one of the trophies that I have. Okay, so I'm like, heck, it's a free trophy. So I go meet up with him, and he pulls out this diamond enchanted hoe and beats me three times, and I'm dead instantly. And I had a full set of diamond gear on. I had a diamond sword, and I didn't stand a chance of this thing. Afterwards, I met back up with him, and he tossed it to me so I can look at it. It was the Grim that uh, drops off of... Uh, who was it again, Joe? That drops the Grim? I believe it's in the Angel's Church, one of those bosses. Yeah, yeah, uh, there's a boss that something with the name Grim. I forgot his name for some reason. It was 60 bosses, guys. Come on, I, I forget sometimes. <laughs> but... Uh, I did not know what I was going up against, and I got owned. The people, the person people need to be afraid of, and I'm going to get into this right now, is uh, nothingness. And the reason is, he defeated Reaper. Reap, uh, nothingness is the first person to beat Reaper, and he did it solo. It took him over six sets of diamond armor, and, and several legendary pieces of armor and weapons, and a total time of over eight hours that's crazy but he's the first one to have reaper's head the trophy and he got the second best weapon in the game called the sword of legends that's oh ridiculous lord no one's gotten soul reaper yet how, or the bow how of legends. did he <clears throat> kill reaper beating at him for eight hours uh, uh, that uh, it's he I, locked dude he i'm locked, an admin i tried to kill him just for the fun of it. I couldn't kill him as an admin. He logged, yeah, well, he logged over eight hours and he and over 108, and it was something like 160, 80, 180 deaths. I, I kind of lost count. 
Oh my god. So it was not an easy thing for him to do. So more kudos for him. I mean, that's exactly how that fight is. If you're trying to solo him, you better plan a day to do it. <laughs> it's gonna take you that long. And wait till I bring in Missive into the world, who's gonna be harder than Reaper. I don't think Missive can be soloed. I think if he's tougher than Reaper, you're gonna at least need a group of five or more. Yeah, he's being designed right now for a group of of at least five. Um, ideally, two groups of five. Because I introduced the party system. Yay! Yay! I turned PvP on the server as active at all times now. Um, before I get into party, there is a rules on regards to griefing. And that is, you do not go openly kill people just out of spite or because someone's killing a boss and you want to take... And you want that boss, you go and kill them. Uh, that's completely not tolerated. And you will face re- repercussions from the admins for doing so. You make that sound like a bad thing. No, no, go grief people, y'all. Do it. So grief Dave people. can ban you. Why get to ban you? That isn't doesn't that sound more pleasant? Griefing brings me joy because I get to ban you. On a couple of occasions, I've actually had people just come up to me and start hitting me, and sometimes it's on you know it's accident. But if they repeatedly do it, then I hit them with a widget slayer. That <laughs> usually gets the point across. <laughs> You know, I'm only going to ban someone who goes around purposely just trying to kill people just to cause trouble. You know, if someone's just having a little bit of fun with a little bit of PvP and it causes a little PvP battle with someone else and they're both getting into it, I'm not going to ban nobody. I'm not going to warn them. I'm going to let them have their fun. Um, I don't mind it if people do open world PvP. I really don't. Some of that can be extremely fun. When it becomes to the point where it becomes a griefing issue, especially around bosses. Yeah, ganking. Yeah, ganking. That's when it becomes a big issue. We will take action on that. Um, otherwise, I don't really care, guys. If 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 all parties involved are fully consent, like you get a, two two guilds, for instance, go head to head in some field, let them at it. I want to watch. So consensual <clears throat> PvP is okay, fully allowed. Okay, guys, remember, no means no. I was going to try to d- develop some kind of dual system, but that phew, nightmare and a half to try to work with. So I'm not going to bother with that. If two people want to duel each other and have fun at it, go for it. You don't lose your items. You might lose a little bit of durability, but big deal um the party system's in place as a protection against pvp so if you get a group of people together and you want to go do bosses you do forward slash party and it gives you the options like do forward slash party invite you know party accept or whatever and it will group you guys up into a party and disable pvp anyone in your party so you guys can't you know friendly fire if you will so if you want to go do bosses together go into a party and do it what Another thing, uh, if you guys uh, want to fight just for the heck of it, want to uh, PvP with somebody, <clears throat> and they're on a faction that you're allied with, uh, it's not going to happen, guys. Same thing with people in your own I faction. I disabled that, Dan. You did? I sure did. All right, never mind. I haven't been on the server mm-hmm. in a while. Disregard anything I say. Um, Joe. Hmm? The party system, when you do the slash party invite, it doesn't say anything out loud, does it? Nope. Is there a way to fix it so that it makes you yell, like, I just invited this person? Mm, no. Damn. Why? Yeah, it's, I'm wondering why. Because I, I think that would be nice, to be able to, like, you know, notify the person when they're invited. Well, they get a they get a whisper from the person who invited them. Oh, okay. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it does everything in a private setting. And when you go into a party, you can do the forward slash P, which will do, and and your 
conversation. It will do party chat. I want to keep in. I want everybody to keep in mind though, is that not even party chat is private from admins. We see it all. I did. I did loop the code to where it shows. Uh, it shows all anyone who's in op status on the server will see all party chat on our screen as if you were typing it to us, or the, as if we were in your party. <clears throat> Man, you guys get everything on your screen. I'm surprised you ever get the messages oh, people send to you. God. you Sometimes we, we don't get on the screen. Don't yeah. you guys get the uh, slash effect? We yeah, we get slash effects on our screen. So every time you you people play in uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog thing, or every time you people run down hallways and get the super fast bonuses, we see every single one of those. Now is that only when you're nearby, or just no? All of them ever. You know what, guys? I just I just I I just remembered our our buddy Titanus. Um. You know, Titanus, I would like to talk to you, actually, about stuff you can probably help me with on the server. He's a really, really good Java coder. Um, really good modder. And if I can get him to help us out with some certain things on the server, that'd be fantastic. So, Titanus, if you want to try ratting me back to Skype, buddy, I'll accept this time, I promise. All right, guys. So, the party system is in, the party system is in effect. So, it's forward slash party. Use it. What I did is I developed a new PvP system called PvP Arenas, or PA for short. For short, um, This creates a whole new system of doing PvP. i got to kind of explain this to you guys. You won't understand until you get into it. People are afraid to do it because they're afraid they're going to use their gear and they'll lose their gear and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't work that way. PvP Arenas is simply for fun, and we have multiple types of arenas that we use. What happens is there is an arena-based uh, building right next to the admin arena, and it will just it will actually describe everything in detail about the arena system. It's very very simple to use. In fact, um, we have a list of all the arenas that are built and ready to ready to roll. All you do is you do forward slash pa space the first three to four letters of the arena name. So, for instance, if you're doing jungle brawl, which is the first one we did as a test, you would just type forward slash pa space um, jungle or J U N. And it will teleport you into a random team, usually red or blue is a system. <clears throat> It'll teleport you and empty your entire inventory to what we call a holding room or the lounge. Whether it be red team lounge or blue team lounge. And in that lounge, once you're there, you have no inventory. Don't panic. Your inventory is saved in a specific file on the server so you don't lose a thing. When you go in there, there'll be a bunch of signs that have like class names on the wall on signs. For instance, like a fighter or a warrior, we have multiple different types of classes, different names. Um, Savage, for instance, in, in Jungle Brawl, or Alchemist. If you click on that sign, it will assign you that class and will give you armor, weapons, and other little goodies that will apply to that class to be used during that fight. So, when you click on a sign, there's an iron block in that room. You click on the iron block, and it will say, your name is now ready. Once everybody is ready from both teams, it will teleport you to what we call the holding cell, or where you spawn into the arena. Once you spawn into the arena, the match begins. You beat each other senseless for whatever the goal may be, whether it be team deathmatch, whatever. Once the match ends, it announces the winner, and it teleports you back to the exact same spot you teleported in with all your gear intact. Like you had never left. It's probably one of the funnest things I've ever done in Minecraft. Are the PvP arenas? 
Okay, speaking of the PvP arenas, everybody in the chat room right now, <clears throat> I'm calling a uh, an arena battle. I want as many people as I can to go to the one where you can build your own uh, base I and just go at it. Go over the arena types that we have right now, Dan. I was going to go over the arena types that we have. Um, so, guys, one of the, also one of the cool things that we have developed into it is using the PA stats. If you do four slash PA stat space stats space whether it be kills, deaths, um, wins, losses, it will show the daily stats. I was the leader on kills a couple days back, and I was very happy about that. I was number uno. I, I love doing arenas. I participate with the fans and the players a lot. In fact, I'm usually the ones trying. I'm usually the one trying to instigate people to go into the arenas. Uh, you just gotta get in there and try them, and you'll love them. They get addicting. And the first one we have is Jungle Brawl. It's a tiny little arena that is basically a team life deathmatch. And what that means is that your team has 10 lives. When those lives are gone, your team loses. So everyone has a shared life pool. Oh, man, that sucks. If one person dies eight times... That doesn't suck. That's awesome. But, God, I would get so mad at Dan about halfway through that. (laughs) You know what I found out? My son is good. I was just about he to say, is. he was dominating today. I, tr- I had him doing arenas today, and he was dominating him. He won our, our, our free-for-all match. Okay, so that's what Jungle Brawl does. Um, the winner, the team that takes all the lives off of the opposing team wins. We have Rush, which is the one that my son destroyed in. Uh, Rush is a free-for-all match that you get automatically, you get set to speed, like, uh, speed 20 or speed 30. On an ice rink, looks like a, a the ice rink or like a hockey rink from hell, and you're all going at a rapid speed, and it's the first person to get three kills wins. So that's what rush is, and then we have um, death race. Uh, the old death race was con- was transformed into a capture the flag or not a capture the domination style. So when you get zoned in, you race to get to the flag at the end of the race, and as soon as you capture the uh, white wool by standing near it, you win the race. We have, um, let me see here, one of my favorite maps, there's Dueling, which is a domination map. The domination maps are basically where you have white wool at different points in the map. If you go stand by that white wool, it will claim it for your team. It will turn the color of your team when you claim it, and you'll start ticking points for everyone that you claim. And whichever team gets the, desi- the, resi- the set amount of points wins. So kind of like um, Arathi Basin, Dave. It's, that's exactly what I was thinking. <clears throat> um, Mibs did another domination that's b- probably my favorite map in the game right now, Farina. It's a domination map, and it's a, he, he calls it Stadium. And it's got buildings, and, and all the capture points are in different areas. That are, and I'm, I'm, you guys can blame me for the classes. I invented the classes most of the part. He did a couple of them, but I invented the theme. The classes for that are, are like Bum. Um, you have Protester, which carries an enchanted sign that has knockback on it. <laughs> tycoon. That's freaking awesome. There's Tycoon. There's Ninja. There's um, Fisherman. <laughs> ninja? Yeah, Ninja's actually yeah. one of the weakest ones. Oh, come on. It's funny. Ninjas are freaking epic. They should be the top. It's got a 200-point limit, and I, I took on three people, one on three today, and I beat them. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. What's wrong, Dan? I just had an epic idea, but it can wait until okay. you're finished. So, uh, Steve did a 
Let me see. Oh, Steve did an amazing team deathmatch, guys. Steve recreated GoldenEye, a GoldenEye oh. map. Oh, my God. Tell me it's not Pyramid. It's not Pyramid. I can't tell you how many times I got shot in the face on Pyramid. It's the most famous one. It's the one inside the uh, the lab. Oh! And he recreated right. it to a T, guys. He did a brilliant job. It's called the facility. Yeah, facility. Facility's yep. good. He'd, and he recreated it perfectly. We have um, Archer Hill. Archer Hill is a it has uh, four different types of um, archers. So you have a fire archer, TNT archer. So you have to use the actual skills to switch you, with your bow in hand. You left click to get to the right one, like TNT fire. Well, the fire ones has a enchanted bow with with unlimited fire arrows. There's poison, which includes poison as well as like confusion arrows. Each one of these has a different bow, with different enchants on them, and you're literally across the map on hills, shooting at each other. There's lava in the center as well as a giant fence where the holding area is, so you guys can't get to each other in person. You have to be across the map shooting at each other. And that's a team deathmatch. Some of these have minimums. Um, you get, like, for instance, Ar- um, Archer Hill, you have to have a minimum of four people before you can start the map. Uh, like four people total or four people per team? Four people total. So two per team. Um, for instance, Jungle Brawl has a maximum set of six. You cannot have more than three on three. It's such a tiny map. We have um, trenches, which is one of my favorite ones that Steve did. It's uh, it was it's called a sabotage map. I and love that map so like, much. I only played it once, but it's awesome. Like Beastie Boys? <laughs> no, exactly like Beastie Boys. <laughs> so what sabotage is is there's a TNT at each one of the bases, blue team base and red team base. One person will be given randomly a flint and steel on your team. That person is a designated bomb setter. That person has to get to the other team's base and light their TNT to win. And as soon as the TNT explodes, the one who the team who lit that TNT wins. I don't know how you guys like coded that to get the random flint and steel, but that's like an amazing idea right there. Not how easy. It's not always the same person. Not easy to do. <laughs> My favorite class on that thing is uh, probably Necromancer. That one's awesome. Yeah, Steve developed the classes for that, and Necromancer has... You have uh, two zombie eggs, two zombie pigment eggs, and two skeleton eggs, and a diamond sword. Uh, and that That's called Trenches. And the uh, one that I'm rather fond of was done by Lesnad, uh, Mike. He did one called Kingdoms. It's got a couple little bugs still in it, from what I understand, but what it is, it's a capture the flag. It's a giant capture the flag. That one has eight classes, four fighter-based classes, and four builder classes. Yes, classes where you actually have to build your fort around your flag to protect it. The, f- the first team to capture three flags wins. That's going over to your team, your opponent team, breaking their wool block, and running it all the way back to your place where your flag is and setting it down. I believe you have to set it down, right? I forgot how I set that. Uh, I think you do, if I remember correctly. Like, people were saying, why, why, why aren't I scoring? Oh, yeah, yeah. was like, you have to put it down. <clears throat> you have to put... It gives you a white wool in your inventory that you have to put down. And it will... Oh, well, you have to click the wool on your flag. Sorry. You're right, let's not. That's what I did. I didn't like the way that we had it earlier set was placing it. 
So you just have the let you have the wool in hand. You left click the, the your your flag, and it will capture it for you. If the other team has your flag, you cannot capture your flag. So one of them has to die. And as soon as the person carrying the flag dies, it automatically tell it automatically brings the, the wool back to the starting base. Oh man, that's um. <clears throat> God, that's another... We stole another one of WoW's PvP things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But basically, one of the things we did for this as well, we were having a big struggle of, like, how how can people tell each other apart? One of the ideas we had was, like, how about we color coat armor? But that was... I couldn't get that to work right. So what I did is God, I... It's uh, Warsong Gulch. Yeah. What I did is I set it to where the each team, like red team, has red wolves on their head. And the blue team has blue wool. So it's very easy to see who your teammates are and who your enemies are. So you don't get confused. Um, the person carrying the flag has a white wool head. White or black. Because I believe red team is the white wool and blue team is black wool. Is any care of their flag? So that's how you can tell who's carrying the flag and who's not. When you kill them, it returns the flag. Kingdoms is awesome, guys. <clears throat> if you're doing one of the builder classes, your goal is to protect your flag. If you're one of the uh, attacking classes, like uh, fighter, assassin, that kind of thing, you want to go get the flag. But we have like a trapper, and they have stuff like redstone, all kinds of redstone in, in, in their inventory with TNT, with trip wires, you name it. There's a straight builder who has like um, the shovel, he has a diamond shovel, diamond pickaxe. All these different types of classes that are designed to have this epic fight. And we did a fight that was, what, what do you say, Aaron, was maybe five on five? It was something around that size, yeah. It was going for an hour and a half. That was a long match. It was fun, though, <clears throat> because it's such a big area. And and uh, all the, you know, the defenses, you got to be, you got to work together. You actually have to work together in this one. It's not just, hey, there's an enemy, I'm going to go shake my sword at him. Uh, there is one little problem with the wool heads thing, which Billy Bob is making, or Billy, yeah, he's making it apparent here, is that when you go invisible, the wool still appears. Uh, I'm not going to change that. I'm sorry. The invisibility potion still can work. You can easily mask yourself if you do it right. You just got to be clever. Clever. All right. Can I say my idea now? Yeah, go ahead. No. All right. All right. Now, this entire time you were saying this, I was putting together ideas from all of these different things in my head and I I want to ask you <clears throat> to let me uh, have creative mode again so I could build this. I told you once you went back to player you weren't going back. I I want someone, anyone to build a, a pirate based capture the flag but there's only, well, but there's only like one flag, and that's going to be in the middle. You know what we call that, Dan? I already have that. I already have that coded ready to be used because it's called touchdown capture the flag. All right. Well, but uh, that's amazing. But I want this built. You had two pirate ships on the ocean. All right. Then you have classes called the cannoneer, which has explosive shots. You had the swordsman. You had the captain. All these other different classes that can do multiple different things. But here's the thing. In the middle of this ocean, there's going to be a small little island with one chest on it. And uh, and both of the teams have to work towards getting this chest to claim the quote-unquote treasure. And uh, when somebody gets that treasure, their team wins. 
I want to see this so bad. This will be my favorite game mode. One of the maps I'm going to be building when I get a chance, I'm going to do a tank style map. And what a tank style is, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Dave, but one player is randomly chosen to be the tank. That player will get enchanted diamond armor and enchanted diamond sword. All the other players will be against this one player. They will have basic classes to choose from. The game ends when either the tank kills all the players or the players kill the tank. Oh, it's kind of like Juggernaut. It's uh, a Juggernaut yeah, style. Juggernaut, yep. dude, I love Juggernaut. Yeah, I used to do that in uh, what was that? I, Halo Two. I used to play Juggernaut maps, and I used to own as the Juggernaut. What happened to Dan? Yeah, uh, he decided to leave. Oh well. <laughs> Maybe he wants to build his pirates thing. I'm guessing Dan likes pirates. Oh, there he is. We lost you, Dan. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what happened. I don't either. Anyway, so that's what our PvP arena system is, guys. You gotta check it out. There's no, we haven't figured out a way to put rewards in. I am working on something right now that's really cool. I'm working on something that ties into our vault system, which is what we base our economy on. Where you, some of the maps are already coded for this, by the way. They're coded to where you can actually do betting on a match. Because if you do 4 slash PA, um, like say you do want to do an arena and you want to just watch it, you can do 4 slash PA space jungle space spectate, and it will put you in the spectator section of the map, and you can watch the fight. Now, we have it set up where eventually you'll be able to bet on these, like anywhere from 10 to 50 emins, and we'll have a whole boot betting system set up for that. And also, those same ones will have like a 10 emin buy-in and for the players. And when the match ends, the winning team will be separated, will have will be given the winnings from the opposite team. If it's a free for all, the person who <laughs> won will get all the money. <laughs> oh, that's cruel. So that's Joe, one thing we're working on. Yeah. Uh is there a <clears throat> chat specifically like is there a, a spe- like we have, you know, chat rooms for guilds. Is there a chat for your team in the PVP arena? Mm-hmm. Cause does it automatically put you in that? Because I never joined one. You do have a chat, and I believe you just do forward slash PA and whatever you want to say. And it's, okay. And it's chat specifically for your team. Okay, yeah, because I, I I didn't know if we had that or not. and But now that we do, I mean, that's perfect for, you know, trying to set up plans. Yeah. All right, that was my question. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. There's different game modes we're, we're looking into putting in, and one of them's like the... Uh, the whole touchdown thing, sabotage. We couldn't get to work for the longest time. A lot of a lot of errors in it. So we were going to do it as a touchdown map, trenches. But I, I did get it to work for sabotage. So no worries there. So anyway, guys, we have a lot more coming for the PvP arenas. Um, I know that Steve and Mibs are just and Lesnar are all going crazy with it. So look for more awesome stuff coming up. I actually have a pretty funny <laughs> story about when I was testing the PvP arenas. Uh, you're involved, Joe. And you were invisible. Tell me. Um, well, remember you and me were going against each other, and I decided <laughs> yeah. to be the uh, oh, alchemist. alchemist. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, I was invisible. But when you're invisible, you give off, you know, little bubbles every once in a while. And I was like, man, how is he seeing me? And I thought you were also the alchemist because I couldn't see you at all. And I'm, I'm like, oh, how does he keep seeing me but I can't see him? And then, you know, I was just talking, and all of a sudden I hear a boom, and then... Joe appears and he was uh, you're the savage class yeah you're like 
Sorry, I was I was invisible this whole time. I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah. It, it, well, when we log in, when admin logs into the server, it automatically vanishes us, so we become invisible. So it's it's hard for us to remember sometimes that yeah, we're invisible. And I got into the habit now when I join before I do an arena, I'll unvanish myself so I don't. <laughs> and what it happens is the cool thing is I have it set to automatically change everybody's game mode as soon as you enter an arena. So even if you're an admin and you're doing um, creative mode, it'll automatically switch you to survival mode. Oh, cool. And as soon as you're done, Dave, it puts you right back into creative. <clears throat> because I have it set to where it creates a snapshot of the character before they enter the arena. But so, that still, it still lets me do slash slay on someone who kills me too hard, right? Uh, yeah, but don't use okay, that. Okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> so that's our arena system, guys. Um... The open world is expanding. We're expanding the idea of the open world. You can now you can now actually walk all the way from Blocklessness to Safe Haven Village. We opened up Safe Haven Village. It no longer has a, a wall around it. It's completely opened up with a large area called Safe Haven Hills. We are working on putting like a roaming boss in right now. There's hidden chests in the area. A lot to explore, guys. How far is that area off from the expedition camp? Not far. I'm actually going to eventually extend the open area all the way out to the ex- expedition camp. Okay. Because that area between the expedition camp and the mystery area, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about in a moment, mm-hmm. is uh, actually pretty nifty. I think that would be cool to open that up, too. I'm kind of doing it one section at a time. That we can build the area up before we just start opening up a whole bunch of stuff. One of the hard things about doing open areas, Dave, is we have to go through and actually check all the walls on this entire area so where people can't get out. <clears throat> I was doing that with my new area, too, like just going around and spending time making sure I couldn't hop out of anything. All right, Mike's got the wrong idea here. He says uh, I keep yelling, I ke- he-, he keeps hiding chests in open world areas. We just starts <laughs> we just started yelling at me for not making actual zones. It wasn't about making zones. Well, it's not. It was the fact that you're putting a chest on top of a tree. <laughs> I tried to explain to my admins, like, okay, we have these open areas, and what I want done is, like, little, like, mini dungeons hidden in these, these open areas for players to explore. Not just hiding a chest on a tree. I would like a chest in a tree, though, because that's how I get past um, Mungu. I have to parkour through the trees. I have never yelled at you guys, Steve. He abuses the admins <laughs> violently. I like that. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, I think I'm going to have to fire Steve. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I guess this explains if... Uh... I'm about to bop, pop my uh, admin banning cherry. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> okay, what was that, Aaron? Oh, because uh, so, uh, they were saying that the admins are abused, and I said, oh, I guess that explains my fourth bullet point. <laughs> All right, Lesnod, you got it right. That cherry was popped a while back when I banned Boone. You yeah. banned him? Mm-hmm. We should ban Boone again. No. No. I am I am the leader of the biggest guild and the richest guild on that Actually, server. Actually, you not ban the richest me, guild, dude. you ban the economy. Your guild is over capacity. We'd be doing a service to the server by banning one of you. It's it's over capacity because I'm a good leader. People like joining because my guild. Have banned you, Dan. Um, Egard has like quadruple the emons you guys have. 
Okay, I'm sorry, I take back. We are the biggest, but we're not the richest. And I'm actually uh, learning how to get a lot of money towards my guild, too. (laughs) Uh, Lupin's Tower is finished, finally. Lupin's Tower was designed and built by Mibs about two weeks ago. Three weeks ago. And I eventually, I just got around today to designing and building the bosses and putting it in there. I actually um, did not get to test that boss. Lupin's Tower, you, you, you actually tested one of them. The yeah, two. I tested one of them. I just didn't, I don't think I tested Lupin. It's a small area, but it's built in the open world around New Haven, and it's only open at night. You can't get into it during the day. Um, it has two bosses. It has uh, Vampirin, and it has Lupin. Both are unique bosses of the server. And the fact that Vampirin is a zombie villager who has basically sucks your life away constantly at all times. When you beat him down, he transforms into a bat, and that's when the fight gets interesting. Uh, Lupin is a TNT that has utilizes speed 8, or speed 10. He's a TNT? Uh, he's a creeper. <laughs> Walking TNT. Oh, well, like I, yeah, I imagine blocking TNT just moving around really fast. No, no, I don't know why. I was thinking of Captain TNT. That'd be funny though if you could if no, you could pull that off, make inanimate objects bosses. That'd be freaking awesome. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta admit, watching some players test Lupin today was hilarious. Seeing him zip to a player and exploding, reappearing, zipping to another player and exploding, that was quite funny. Just like a homing <clears throat> missile. Yeah, pretty much. Ah, oh, we lost Dan again. And there he is, back again. All right, so that's what that's been added. Uh, like I said, Reaper has been defeated, and that's pretty much it for my my server stuff, guys. It may not be a lot when you think about it, but in all reality, there was a lot was added this week, a ton. Did I lose my ad, my host here? No, no. Okay. All right, we're gonna move on, guys. We have another riddle from Steve. Welcome back everyone, there will be no riddle this week as the previous one has not yet been solved, so instead I will be providing hints. Last week's riddle was as follows, defense, wealth, light or power, what will you choose in your final hour? Bellowing smoke, your beacon of light, the liquid path will test your might. Timing is crucial, you'll know what I mean, when I say everything is not as it seems. I'm going to give two hints this week, which should hopefully trigger something in your brains. Hint 1, the liquid path refers to water and not lava. Hint 2, a button will open the way. So there you are folks, I'll put the hints up in the riddle room on signs so you can look at them at your leisure. Any questions or suggestions, please email the show or contact me on Twitter at Stevie8421. Thanks for listening. I feel it down this week. There goes our idea, Aaron. Oh no, 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 no. That there is our idea... There is water near the area I was thinking of. So, yeah. gotta double check that. Well, you guys what? have been trying to find it? Oh, yeah. 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 Nice. I, I love his segment, actually. I'm, I'm a big fan of Steve's segment. Oh, that yeah, was... I love riddles. <laughs> How many weeks are we going to let it go on before we're like, yeah, nobody figured this one out? <laughs> It'll probably be like three weeks down the road. All right, guys, it's here, okay? Just go there and get it. Jeez. <laughs> What's wrong with so, you people? I've never actually solved any of the riddles before anybody else. When it's discovered, is there just one item in there? No. It's a chest that has a seven-day lock on it. So you get a set amount of emons, and you have a 20% chance of getting a rare weapon. Okay. Based on that riddle of the week. 
So once the uh, once the weapons once the riddle's been finished and everyone's found it, we do a new riddle. We wipe out that previous weapon, so it, it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, a collector edition. Yeah, kind of like a collector's edition, really. You should put some awesome sneakers in there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Dave. Le- leather leather boots. It works. Those are sneakers. Dave, regale us What's with up? what you're up to, man. You, you ready for this? Let's do it. All right, my uh, announcer voice. Ready? A monumental task to summon a power strong enough to face the darkness rising throughout the seven stars is nearing completion. Elements from the other six stars has been gathered. The engineers have nearly completed their work, but their work has halted. It is up to you to find out why. Next week, releasing on the Minecraft Adventure Server, The Hammer of the Seven Stars. Dun dun dun. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's right. My area is damn near close to completion. And once I'm through putting in everything that's necessary, it will be opened up to the public. I have tested it out. There's no way to escape any of the rooms unnecessarily. All I have to do now is finish up the interiors, and it'll be pretty much done. And then the bosses will be placed, and that'll be it. <clears throat> it is you made like up that's a little of thing. Tin. What's up? Oh, and then the bosses will be placed. That's it. You don't understand, Dave. <laughs> it takes me like an oh, hour and a half to nothing. do a boss. At least. Uh, it, you know, I have a good idea for the bosses, too. So I, hopefully right, I can right. help out. We'll work on that. Yeah. Anywho, it is ten rooms made spiraling down into a fiery pit, then back up all the way to the top. Been I've been working on single player since I've been kind of out of town, and I only have a chance to like log in and, and then go into single player, or else it won't let me stay in on a multiplayer thing. Anyway, but I've been actually playing with like redstone, trying to do minimalist things so it doesn't cause lag. I think I found some nifty things. Like a uh, a switcher that lets me switch one block in different ways. I was looking at maybe doing a puzzle on the walls of things. Anyway, um, I I this dungeon. I don't know how we want to do it yet, but I'm really wanting to sweet talk Joe into making this a single player dungeon, like having it to where most things are optional. What do you think? I'm sure we could figure out a way to do that. Yeah. Like, I, I'm pretty <clears throat> sure I could make it to where the puzzles in this dungeon, if you aren't capable of doing it, you can move on to the bosses, and the bosses, if you aren't capable of doing it, I don't know, I kind of want people to, to, if they can't get past the bosses, they're screwed. I'm, I'm thinking I'm wanting to do that. But anyway, um, there are three bosses in the works for this area. And one of them, I've gotten the go-ahead from Joe to remake a famous boss that we've all seen before, hint, hint, from a previous server that may have been killed because of uh, updates. You may have lost me on this one. The the first boss from the, the other server. Oh, oh, in the dark area. Yes. Oh, okay, I know who you're talking about. Yes, so that's the big secret. As but to Hilga's who it's already in the be. game, dude. What's up? Hilga's already in the game. Wait, what? Hilga's already in the game. No, not Doug. <laughs> no, Hilga. 
No, not Hilga. I know who you're talking about, Dave. I'm just getting hard Damn time. It. What, Jesus, you're killing me. <sighs> no, not Zombie King either, people in chat room. Really? I thought, that's, that's, that's seriously who I thought you were talking about. Oh my god, I'm gonna... Yes, Dora the Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Nightshade... People may or may not be correct in the chat room. If it's anyway. Nightshade, Dave, I already have plans for him. What? No, we discussed this, damn it! And I already told you it can't be done in a contained area. I, I know, and I, that's why we discussed changing the character model. Then that's not Nightshade. Oh, you're gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love torturing you, Dave. Alright, I'll stop it now. Uh, yeah, okay, Dave, great. Yes! This uh, epic anyway. boss that we don't know who it is. I, I'm really excited for the boss fights, because I'm coming up with uh, slash effect things that can affect you during boss fights. And that's really what I'm hoping to put forward with this, is to kind of play on the slash effect now that it's finally in-game. So, But the neat thing is, if there's any one thing I can say that's nifty about this entire area, is the final boss in this area, how you get to him is just an adventure. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, I'm more excited about opening this damn thing up than working on it. <clears throat> I kind of just want let, want people to just win it right now and just play. <laughs> nice. We got, like I said, man, you got to finish it up before we do that. Nice. Well, seeing as you're the one that designed it, I'm, I'm afraid that if I go against the final boss and die, it'll just insta-ban me from the server. Yes, that is one of the neat things that this final boss does. He 1% has a 10%, chance. Yeah, a 50% chance <laughs> on you just entering his area for him to ban you completely from the server. And a 10% chance on top of that to ban Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no reaction, Dan. You still there? He must be muted. Dang it! How come I didn't get consention for this and my mic was muted? Oh, <laughs> uh, worth it. Alright. Totally worth it. But yep, I, this is pretty nifty. I swear, if Joe didn't show me how to do the, uh... What is the name of this thing? The, where I can copy and paste stuff? A world edit? World edit. Oh my god, world edit is nifty. <laughs> Makes our life so much easier. It really is. There, it's, there, I... I would have put weeks, months of work into this thing if not for World Edit. And it came through in, what, two, three nights? Yep. Oh, it's beautiful. This area is beautiful. Now i got to go through and destroy all this work that I did, make it look like it's worn and and beat up. Man, it's going to be a, a fun ride from here on out. Awesome. I'm, getting, I'm actually, I forgot to mention this, I was actually going to start work on Missive's Castle soon, or Missive's area. I yeah, I a, want mine. I don't want mine to be the top of the line in difficulty. No, I Reaper would be a still, step under like Re- Reaper, maybe. We can work on that. Yeah, you you won't be above Reaper difficulty. No, I do not want it to be above Reaper because I'm I'm thinking I want it to be a single person thing. I do not want it to be a Reaper difficulty, and I definitely don't want the rewards to beat out Reapers either. But I I would like it just you know a little bit under that, hypothetically. Yeah, we can work on those details. Yeah. When I do missive, he's gonna actually have the best gear in the game. But his area and the and the amount of boss the the bosses I have set, like the first boss in missive's area will be more difficult than Reaper. 
Um, I think it's going to be the first area that actually is going to have beds built into the area around halfway. It's going to be that tough. Just to get into Reaper's <laughs> area, you have to sacrifice Reaper's head. I'm even thinking about putting in like Ender Chests somewhere in there so people can oh, get oh. refills. Yeah, that's That'd one thing I, I should probably put in the beginning of my area as an Ender Chest because this area is like ten different rooms in a row. Depending on how I'm going to do them, it may be troublesome. Yeah, well, that's all stuff we can work on. All right, let's get into some more fun stuff. We have a an email that came in, which is actually more of a uh, voicemail. We love these. We love hearing these on our shows. And this one came in to us from, I believe, Foul Dragon. Hey there, Minecraft off the record. This is Foul Dragon. Really love playing on your server. I just listened to your latest episode and heard you mention that April Fool's snapshot, and you were talking about the super difficulty level. And while I didn't play it myself, I just wanted to say I saw some Let's Plays of it, and what happened was about every two minutes or so, there was the sound of a thunderbolt being striking the ground near you, and it spawned 20, 30 super difficult mobs with, like, enchanted armor, weapons, and gear and stuff. It even spawned various mobs from the nether that looked like, like some zombie pigmen and such. And it just made that game mode really ridiculous, and the only way you could survive is if you were to dig yourself into a one-by-two hole and just cower in fear. Basically, the whole point of that game mode was that you were not going to survive more than five minutes in order to get the materials that you would need to survive. If you were to somehow manage to get to the Ender Dragon in that game mode, I would applaud you. But... I don't think it would be possible. Anyways, it was awesome listening to the show, and I listened to all of them. And now I'm rambling, so I'm just going to say bye. Have a nice day. Bye. You know that whole uh, 2.0 thing they did? They actually have an art. They actually have, actually have a build of all that stuff actually in-game. Yeah, I was expecting the super hard mode to be like, you know, a creeper blows up and it's like a 50-foot, a 50-block blast radius. Yeah. <laughs> did did y'all see the different ones? There's red, blue, and purple. Red, blue, and purple? Yeah, the different releases they have for it. One of them is just the super hard. One of them's just all the different crazy things, like the exploding pigs and floating sheep. <laughs> and the, the third one, the purple one, is a mixture of both. Oh, I see what but, they did there. Yeah, but it, it's pretty nifty. They they have them. Uh, I can. They have them. I think there's a link to them on MinecraftWiki.com. So there's MinecraftWiki.net. Sorry. Yeah, there's something you guys can play with on the 2.0 thing. Super hard mode. They yeah. gave me ideas for a server. Pretty cool. They gave me ideas for a server, Dave. Yeah, dude, we should totally have a. Uh, could we have a PvP mode that's survival against super hard mode? That'd be interesting. <clears throat> You should make like a PvP, like mega super hunger games where 20 people all versus all in a giant open expanse area. Oh my god, yes! Hmm. I need that! Yeah, we'll see about that. Alright guys, we're going to move on to Dan's weekend game. Well, not really much to talk about <laughs> except for the PvP arena. My entire 
week, well, little playthrough in the server. I'm sorry to say it, but uh, has all been in the PvP arenas. Every last minute of it has been spent in those arenas. I'm glad you like them. I love them. Uh, one of the most intense battles that I had was with uh, Aaron here. And we were both alchemists. And let me tell you, do not go up against Aaron when no, he's an he's alchemist. Good. He's good he in the alchemist class. He will own you. <clears throat> I was Unless surprised. you go admin invisible. Well, yeah, the thing is, I was beating him by like four kills to none because I was invisible. And I think I beat him by one kill. Or did I lose by one kill? I don't remember. You won in the end. I think you beat me by like two kills. It was one. Two or three. We were down was to really one. one. We had both had one life left. I'm gonna oh, keep... I... Hmm? I said, oh, wow, I didn't even realize it was that close. Well, I let you kill me a couple times just to get even. But once we oh, were yeah, even, that's... and I went at you at full force, and you went at me full force, it came down to the wire. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, he doesn't hit hard. Well, on jungle, it's awesome because that knockback is super effective. Yeah. Um, there's different classes for each arena, like we said, and you know what, guys? Honestly, the more people you have doing the arenas, the more fun it is. Plain and simple. You know what? There should be an arena where, like, if two people are taking on a boss, they just go into the arena to, like, say, well, I want this loot. No, I want it. And then they fight in there to see who gets that piece of loot. <laughs> if I had a way of doing that, that would be pretty funny, huh? Yeah. Uh, have them... If... Yeah, uh, have like a system to where they type in forward slash uh, roll or something and it takes them to an arena and they can fight to the death for the loot that they want. All right, Dan, anything else you've been doing? Because I know I'm going to take you on in PvP. Because you've been absent of the server again this week. I know you've been working a lot, though. I have been working a whole lot, but nope, not really much more to talk about in the server. Aaron, you're up. Awesome. Well, I purchased a guild plot after successfully, you know, getting enough members, which I like my members. They're very active, you know, so I don't think any of them are offline for more than a day or two. Oh, I have to interrupt you, Aaron. It reminds me about something. The uh, guild system that we use has a 30-day automatic kick system. So if you're not active on the server for 30 days, it will kick you from any guilds. Oh, that's a good way to, you know, keep the slate clean. Mm-hmm. I remember that because we had one person get kicked a couple days ago. Was it from Dan's? I don't remember. Probably was. I just say that because he has the most people. I wouldn't log in either if I was in his guild. I do have a lot of people, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was someone from my guild, well, honestly. Well, from what I remember, you kicked someone because they teleported. Yes. It's I, 20 emons. 20. Come on. It used to be 200. Oh. That makes more sense, then. Uh, let's nod. We don't have an arena that has that requires 8 people. But only 4 people to start, so that's 2 on 2. Sorry, I was reading guild sh- uh, server chat. You were saying, Aaron... Um, okay. Oh, yeah, my plot. Also, there's a large possibility that either my plot is haunted or there's an admin testing, you know, how much it takes to drive me insane. Because when... Admins don't do that. 
I'm trying to like build on my plot, and every time I'm building, I just every thirty seconds to a minute or something like that, I get a speed boost, which at first is not that big of a deal. But when I'm trying to build the walls or like do the intricate redstone work, I keep like jumping around and falling into a chasm or falling off my walls, and oh, so I think either I'm haunted or or something's going on here. You know what? You're not haunted. What I think it is, is that your guild plot might be close to a speed boost area. Yeah, and somebody's going through it not picking up the speed boost because you're closer to the command block. And you're getting hit with it. I'm, but how, I'm closer to the command block? Like, like Yeah, the command block is probably set to uh, enchant the closest person. So when the person activates it, expecting to get it themselves, you're the closest person instead, and it's going on you. But, like, I'm on, like, the surface and, like, my plot, like, aren't the command blocks it. usually right next to? I mean, you, when next time one of you are <clears throat> in game, I can show you where it's happening. Yeah, definitely. I want to take a look at it. Yeah. All right. So at least I'm not haunted, and no one's, you know, purposely uh, no. pointing me out there. <laughs> no, it, 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 you'll know if an admin's messing with you because you'll be uh, slash slayed over and over again. Well, that's why I know you're messing with me. Yeah. Or when I discover Widget's secret. That's when he slash slays me. Which brings me to my next point. Well, I'm going to skip a point ahead to bring me to my next point. All the admins are zombies. I found their graves. And I'm just going to let you know this now. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I found all their grave sites. And now I'm kind of, I'm afraid. Uh, I found out and then I randomly died. Conspiracy theory? I think not. Oh yeah, you're an an Eprock, an Esbrock. Yes, an Esbrock. Uh outside I was I was on I was in the attic of the uh is that like a an academy or a mansion? It's an academy. Yes, I was in the attic of the academy looking out the windows and I see, oh look, the area's lit over there in an Esbrock. If it's lit, there might be something interesting. So I go over there and then I just see every admin I can remember's like name and and then I died. So, avoid that area at all costs. Well, the Lost haunts that area. Yes. The boss, so. Uh, I got some new trophies. Mad Milk and Aranax Swollen Eye. Only two more? Man, it's taking you forever. I added two more trophies a day. Well, I only got two more because I've been more in my plots. I'm kind of actually getting back into the roots of Minecraft, which is mining and building... And I've been playing some single player, and I'm going to jump into whenever that server, this uh, survival server gets back up, jump in there and do some building. I mean, if anyone wants to do a giant build with me, let me know. I'll take you up on that, actually. Sweet, yeah. Definitely love the building ever since I bought my plots. Well, I pretty much already talked about my experiences with the new PvP arenas. If you haven't checked them out, definitely do that. There are some very well-made classes, and the maps are, are very well done as well. Make sure that like not everybody is the same thing. Try and work together. You know, have like a tank and a DPS. Uh, the alchemist, that's what I usually am. It's good. You can get behind enemy lines, do some damage. Um, you know, indirectly. Already talked about how. You know, if you're new to the server, or if you're not, and you just want to mess with me, and you hit me once, that's fine. Hit me again. I might or might not respond, but you hit me a third time, I'm going to beat you down with Widget Slayer. (laughs) 
And that's pretty <laughs> And I've, I've kind of I've uh, missed Dave. I haven't been like, you know, forward slash laid by him all week. Yeah, so. I'll see you after the show. Yeah, I'm glad you're back. <laughs> you got the fingers, the eyes pointing at you. <laughs> all right, guys. Anything else before we uh, wrap up the show, guys? I mean, we didn't really have any news at all. Um, we still went about an hour long, so I guess it's pretty good. <laughs> well, I mean, there's so much done to the server, and then the whole PvP arenas. I mean, that's that's a large topic in and of itself. That's yeah. that's uh, off, you know, Minecraft off the record news right there. <laughs> it was a, a big deal putting it in there, and it took me three days of work to get that set up and ready to go. Even then, it was still some things that are still broken on it. That you guys don't see. I mean, everything that's set in the game right now that you guys can play in is, is working fine. It's additional stuff that we're working on that is broken that I'm still working on getting to work. And I have no idea why. And that includes, like, the same thing with the uh, the whole trap arrow. Not the trap, but the uh, mine arrow. Still don't know why it's doing it. i I got to figure it out somewhere. I'll eventually figure it out. Also, I have an archery <clears throat> dungeon idea if anyone ever wants to hear that, so... That's but that's pretty much my week. Fair enough. All right, guys, we're gonna wrap up this show tonight. Um, we're gonna go ahead and say that our final thoughts of the evening, and mine are: I'm gonna do some more creative stuff this week. Actually, build for once, and not do a bunch of background coding after I figure out how to fix mine for the arrow, because that's just too fun to not have in the game. And that's about it for me, Dave. I have traps to build that's what i have to do i have to finish up the final uh floors and puzzles of the dungeon that i've been building over the past two weeks and then you know life will be good and happy and dave not dave i just did dave dan and then i will make traps and All right, all right, fine. You got me. Day, uh, I almost did it again. My gosh, <laughs> Dan, <laughs> I'm still here. Boontini, go. All right. I I just like to say I promise I will have a lot more time on the server this week. You guys can all take me up on that, but I will be back in. So just hit me up whenever I'm on. We'll do some stuff. And Aaron. Well, after the Ghostbusters come and fix that problem on my plot, I'm going to get back to building my awesome castle and trying to get more trophies because I'm still in the process of trying to beat Dan at getting them all. Oh, that's not going to happen. All right, guys. This is a point in the show. Tell me what I get here. I get myself gathered here. Where the hosts go into the voting room. They hold up their little sign, stay or nay, and say why Aaron should stay on the show or not. So, uh, chat room, should he stay on the show? Should we keep him as a full-time member of the show? Uh, Dave, are you looking at the camera? I- I'm looking at the camera right now. This um, my vote. I, I, I believe <laughs> that, before I reveal my vote, that I, I think it's an excellent idea. And I completely I agree with Joe that having McCardia on to replace Dan is a great <laughs> idea. Wait, what? What? Uh, what? I, I, I back Joe's decision to remove Dan from the show 100%. But guys... 
<laughs> Guys! So my vote's me. a yes. So uh, Dan, according to what I'm seeing on his camera, is no. Why, Dan? Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. Let me get let me get a piece of paper. Really, Dan? You don't have a camera active. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> metaphorically holding up a yes. All right, guys. Mine actually says never. Um, reason is he can't articulate his sentences. He slurs his words. He sounds like he is uh, four years old. Um, Stop making fun of Dan. Oh right, we're talking. Oh, we're talking about Aaron. I am so sorry. <laughs> no, no, Aaron's yes, cool. So mean, <laughs> Dave. Yes. I promise not to make fun of you until we ended the call, and you left the call early. <laughs> Fair enough. Aaron, um, we're, we're officially inviting you to stay as a full-time host on the show. Wow, I'm honored. When you first were saying the <laughs> no stuff, I, I, I seriously just like felt my heart like plummet. I'm like, a no is a no, but <laughs> the details... I'm like, oh, that's what I get for drinking. No. <laughs> no, but no, that's, uh, I'd be honored. All right, man, welcome to the team. So you'll be back next week. Do I get a jersey? Uh, do we get a jersey? I want one. Where's mine? Where the I didn't get a jersey. <laughs> we'll get you a better mic. That's what we'll do, okay? All righty, guys. This is, uh, this is it for today's episode, episode number 45. We are back to a four-man team. And let me see here. Dave, how to reach us, buddy. How to reach us. You can reach us anytime at... Let me see. Where, where's my, my how to reach us? There it is. At questgamingnetwork.com for all of our wonderful Quest Gaming shows. You can reach us specifically at minecraftofftherecord.com. Send us an email for the show at minecraftofftherecord at gmail.com. If you have any questions about the server to ask the admins on the server, send that to Minecraft, or I'm sorry, M-C-O-T-R, serverteam at gmail.com. That's one more time, M-C-O-T-R, serverteam at gmail.com. That's also where you send your email to be whitelisted. If you're having problems on the server or want to be whitelisted, that's where you send in your email. Visit our forums at questgamingcommunity.com if you'd like to talk on there. In fact, if you want to chit-chat with a lot of the great people on our server, no, that's where I, they're going to be. No, actually not anymore. That that uh, Those forums are being shut down. I forgot to take off the notes. What? We're not accepting any new people to the forums. Um, they have been a nothing but a hassle from the beginning. It gets several uh, hundred spam per day. It's time to just shut it down. We're going to go for new options. I'm going to be opening up a Minecraft forums, actually. On our um, guild launch site, when I get around to doing it, hopefully this okay, week. Well, if I we will remember. have a new one then on guild launch. That'll, that'll be cool because guild launch forms are easy. Yeah, so that's good. Anywho, any, if you want to see us in game, hop in game, talk to us. Joe is that widget? Don't talk to me. That, you can leave me alone. Well, if it's cool. Yeah, if you, you if you see widget, say hello widget, and and then you're good. Frizzle that. That's all you need to do. Me, I'm at Dwimtory, and if you don't spell my name right, there's a very low likelihood I'll reply back. I, I get anal retentive about that. I'm sorry, y'all. Dan <laughs> is at banned. Yeah, I've banned people for misspelling my name before. 
Dan is at Boontini, B-O-O-N-T-I-N-I. If you feel free to talk to him on the server if he actually does decide to get on there this week. He's very talkative. Talk to him. Aaron is at Marcadia, Macardia, whatever, (laughs) M-A-K-A-R-D-I-A. Minecraft off the record on Twitter is at Minecraft OTR. One more time, it's Minecraft OTR. Also, you can check out all of our awesome shows, including when we tweet out when we start Minecraft off the record at Quest Gaming. That's our our magical, awesome Twitter of goodness is at Quest Gaming. You can bother the widget. That's Joe at the widget. You can send me wonderful messages at Dienforce. D I E N Force. Oh man, I didn't have my fart cute enough. Dang Good. It. You gotta wait for it this time. You can have someone spam you about losing weight in 30 days or less <laughs> at B O O N underscore T I N I. That's Boone underscore Teeny. You're never gonna live that down. Ever. He's muted again. Yeah, he is, because he's on a podcast where he has to talk, so <laughs> I why would fixed he it. Done it. <laughs> I fixed it this time. Aaron Slap. is at Macardia. That's at M-A-K-A-R-D-I-A. Be warned, Aaron. I'm gonna start using your last name on, on introducing you next week, so Oh that's fine. Just just saying. Alright guys, Minecraft Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Miller's Network, and I just want to say, keep on building everybody, and we'll talk to you next Sunday. Have a great one everybody, we're kicking Dan off the show. I see you all next week. Yes, yes, you heard me. Next week, I'll still be here. See you all next week guys, I made it. <laughs>